0: When witches go rioting and black cats are seen, the moon laughs and whispers, tis near Halloween. If you like to learn, but lack enough time, to locate the reason or translate the rhyme. With magical knowledge from ancient tomes on the shelf, I bring Halloween topics to geek thyself. Hello everyone, I'm Heather and I'll be your host for this podcast. Halloween is my favorite holiday and my favorite spooky time of the year, so park your broom at the door and listen for a spell as I brew up some Halloween topics for this week and the rest of October.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Geek Thyself.
0: Hi everybody, Help welcome to another spoopy episode of Geek Thyself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, we are now ooh, nearly done with spoopy month. We have one I more know. episode after this one. Sad. Yeah, but next one's going to be fun, because we've already talked about what it's going to be. But we're not at there yet, so we're mm-hmm. not going go to skip ahead. Right, this week we're going to be talking about the things called creepy pastas. Okay, mm-hmm. so what are creepypastas? Well, first off, they're not terrifying Linguini linguine from Italy. That's not, no. that's not what they are. I mean, there strange. probably is creepypasta about Linguini.
0: It makes me think of, like, the stringy aliens from Sesame Street. Oh. Do you know what I'm I talking don't think about? I was,
1: no, I don't. Uh, Sesame Street's not a thing in the UK. Oh. Not
0: really. That's yeah. fair, because it's a public broadcasting network show. So that would yeah, make PBS, sense. Yeah. <laughs> It's
1: fine, but okay. So, yeah, we'll go talk a little bit about Creepypasta, which I know more about than Heather does because mm-hmm. Heather's a bit older than me and didn't really, you know, listen to Creepypasta <laughs> and stuff.
0: No, I don't know. I think I'll recognize them when you're talking about yeah. them and describing them. I'll be like, oh, that thing. Yeah. I'm going to recognize yeah. them because I've spent, because I'm technically a millennial. I'm doing air quotes for everyone who can't see me on camera. I'm technically a millennial but I'm at the older end of the millennial generation so like I when I was born and growing up I remember there not being internet but I was also there and remember when internet first became a thing
1: so yeah, like apparently
0: I'm, I'm sure yeah. I'll recognize some of this stuff but yeah
1: well apparently I am right on the end of like millennial gen z which I didn't know about because all you hear about now is just millennials you don't really hear about gen mm-hmm. z yet I'm sure you will soon. So yeah, creepypasta. Creepypasta or creepy creepypasta or creepy paster. Uh it's basically it's it's a play on the term copypasta or copy paster where mm-hmm. you know when like you probably gonna remember this a lot more than I will, but chain emails. Uh, yeah you know when you get like those weird stories in your inbox and you had to mm-hmm. pass them along to seven different people or you get bad luck yeah. it's a little bit like that uh well that's where the term comes from anyway because essentially what i don't feel uh, like sorry, there sorry. is
0: i was just gonna say i don't feel like they're as common anymore those types oh, of not, emails
1: uh i think i got one on facebook a few years ago like, Facebook might be where they've moved yeah, to. Yeah,
0: I think they do them on social media now more so than actually on emails, because now everyone filters their emails.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, like, I've seen them on, on Twitter where you have to, like, retweet or something, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just a lot easier. But essentially, like, they were called copy copypaster or copy paster because they wanted to have the, the same... Uh, sort of annunciation on creepypasta which essentially comes from the fact that they are horror thriller stories generally short normally anonymous mm-hmm. and the whole point of them originally was <coughs> that they could be so they could be unsettling enough to be real and not over the top as in so totally unbelievable uh, no. so just random small stories about things that could have Potentially happen to someone, and they were spread around the internet by copy and pasting onto image boards, and message boards, and that kind of thing. Which is where the term copy pasta, or copy paster, creepypasta, creepypasta comes from. Uh, so it was a, an evolution from that because it uh, started being from just random things that were being spread around to being creepy stories that were passed around to try and you know scare people at night.
0: Okay. That makes uh, sense, actually, too, as being the source of creepy pasta because those I remember those chain emails. To be clear, I never resent those because I knew it was complete stupid BS. But um, I do remember getting them, and the idea behind it was that you basically had to copy paste the email and send it to multiple other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what the the moniker comes from. Um, uh, the although that. That moniker didn't originate; like it didn't come about for a little bit before they were already started to be circulated. Uh, it started on 4chan, like mm. everything does. Uh, that that's where the crazy. term was coined, uh, and about 2006 is when they started to use the term "creepy pasta," <laughs> "creepy It depends on how you interpreted it as you as you read it. Like I always called it "creepy pasta" because it's the word "pasta," but some people who are perhaps older than me and were more with copy paster would call it creepy-paster, so it, it, yeah it's
0: i could see it going either way i've only ever heard it referred to as creepypasta uh but- that has
1: become like more what people use like now and that kind of thing so essentially that's kind of what they were they're small stories that could have happened uh lots of smaller ones that sort of happened and that kind of thing uh, apparently uh, in 2010 the Time magazine reported on them being at their peak because mm. that's when uh, the New York Times printed about them and I'm pretty sure sh- uh, they had a weird name for them uh, uh, I can't remember what it was called but uh, it wasn't Creepy creepypasta uh, uh, and it was just funny I'm going to look, look mm. it up see if I can find it
0: Knowing, I mean, it was probably something ridiculous, knowing news outlets.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Besides the fact that creepypasta, I think, is the term that more people use now, I have a feeling that part of the reason that's the term I've heard more is that a lot of my internet friends that I don't know in real life in some capacity are younger than me. Like, you're younger than me. A lot of people on the NerdSmith network, a lot of our creators, are either my age or younger and so, some of the term- the internet terminology that is used by people younger than me gets used constantly. So I'm always around it. So creepy is just the one I've heard.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah. Exact uh, origins of like the first creepy pasta or story like this are obviously unknown because the whole mm-hmm. point of them was that they were anonymous. So right.
0: because then it could have happened in your area.
1: Absolutely. Dun, dun, that was dun. the point. Yeah, uh, and it's essentially like folklore for the internet like
0: mm-hmm. the
1: hookman stories, I assume you've heard um, of the hookman
0: yeah, oh, who ha- anyone who's gone to camp or done any sort of yeah. sleepover or slumber party has heard the- <laughs> has heard the hookman story um, yeah, uh, so yeah. it's
1: just kind of like those sort of things, like some of them are cautionary tales that advise against those sort of st- 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 those kind of things, oh I can't talk today yeah <laughs> um and that kind of thing where others oh, are just unsettling stories or images mm-hmm. that circled around the internet like smi- Smile Dog I don't know if you've ever seen Smile Dog
0: um it sounds familiar I'd probably have yeah. to see a picture to tell you 100% if I've seen it or I not I am
1: sending you a picture of this okay. right now because <laughs> um yeah. but
0: it it makes me think of, like, basically it makes me think of, like, those stories you hear about sometimes that get posted anonymously on dis- different places where it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was babysitting for someone and then yeah. I, the kid sat up and said something creepy to me.
1: Yeah, or, like, a friend of a friend that said this happened to them. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, there's a degree of separation, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Okay, so
0: that, I have seen this image before. Yes, uh, so that's kind basically of... Basically a creepy-looking husky with teeth that almost look like human teeth
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course the image is a bit distorted and sort of uh, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing but that's essentially what they started as a small like very micro uh, fiction uh, or images that were creepy that circled the internet another one that you probably have heard of which pretty much everyone has is slender man yeah yeah. yeah, which also started out as one of these images, basically where they photoshopped him into the background of images with children essentially just watching them. And he's a very tall, very, yeah. very thin man with, a, a, like, sort of tentacle things coming from his back and no face.
0: Yeah. Well, I, um, I think most people in the U.S. especially will have heard of Slenderman because there were was a story where two teenage girls became so obsessed with the Slenderman yes. story here in the U.S., And I'm so sad that uh, here in the U.S., these two girls, they became so obsessed with the Slenderman story that they started basically plotting to kill one of their classmates.
1: Yeah. um, Because
0: Uh, they thought Slenderman was telling them to.
1: Yes, uh, that happened in 2014. That was actually something I was going to cover as well, because it's something I found uh, in research and stuff but yeah essentially that brought creepypasta into the, the, the limelight in all the wrong reasons mm-hmm. because that's obviously not what it's about it's about it's about uh, scaring people cautionary tales and stuff like that obviously it's evolved a lot more since then now there's art there's mm-hmm. longer stories there's uh you know like continuing stories that people write there's books on creepypasta now there's also uh, now in the YouTube and Twitch sort of space there's narrators who narrate the stories. Which obviously we've talked about this before, with me not have been me struggling to read, it's how I consumed most of my creepypasta. Uh hmm
0: that makes sense.
1: Uh, yeah. So like it's now such a big thing, like with over millions of people like invested in these stories and even more stories circulating the internet over the past mm-hmm. Two, three decades? Because obviously it, it's been around a lot longer than they they like to think of the term. Uh, essentially just coming from old urban legends and stuff and being rewritten to making new urban legends and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's basically the modern day like internet generation version of the campfire stories.
1: Absolutely. Like
0: the old wives tales and campfire stories that you would tell with your family or friends when you were trying to be spooky. Like, you know, the stupid ghost stories where you hold the flashlight up to your face and then you're, you're trying to scare your friends with this creepy story that might've happened in your area. Basically creepypastas, the internet version of that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, A lot of the earlier ones sort of consisted of, like, sort of rituals that people could do, uh, like Bloody Mary and those kind of ones, but Mm -hmm. obviously new ones for the internet age. Uh, Personal anecdotes, like we've already talked about, like, oh, this happened to a friend of a friend, that kind of thing. And then there were other ones, uh, you know, just like, that circulated. Um, Apparently one called Ted the Carver, which came about in about 2001, is sort of the earliest example of like the person being known who's the author of the, the creepypasta uh, i would never actually read ted the carver or listened to it um i don't know what it is so but apparently that's one of the the earliest sort of ones that you could uh not ted the carver sorry ted the caver uh, uh but essentially oh, it's about
0: trace a sp- it back to who wrote it
1: yeah uh, and apparently it was about a spelunking and about spooky things that happen when you go spelunking
0: mm. Uh, See, and that's, spelunking is already creepy because you're basically crawling deep, deep, deep into caves that are often unmapped, often unknown and if you get stuck down there, you're kind of just hosed because if no one knows where you are in there, how are they going to find you?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, So yeah, basically it just takes those kind of ideas of spooky stories and then creates their own world around it that's just that's just it uh they've been doing it for that that long uh all right so some notable stories obviously there's a lot of Slenderman stories jeff the killer was really big at one point uh a lot of ones for games came about like with lavender town like if you ever played pokemon Mm -hmm. uh the creepy uh Tones in Lavender Town's song may apparently like caused five hundred kids to all uh, commit suicide and stuff. Obviously it didn't happen, but like it, it's meant to be like either stories that happen outside of your worldview so you're you you can not really check them or they're just weird enough that they obviously wouldn't be reported, Like, so obviously five hundred kids mm-hmm. all committing suicide at once would be would be a fairly big news story, I think. Yeah. Or at least you at least you'd hope that 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 was reported on but no it didn't happen would at think so. yeah and then there's things like the rake uh that kind of uh, which again just more monsters that have been created from this realm of mm-hmm. spoops
0: well and then there was um oh there was a recent one with like a creepy girl momo momo uh i don't think i've heard of momo do
1: you know what it's about
0: Yeah, it's, um, Momo, it was supposed to be basically this girl who is very creepy looking, um, kind of like the ring-esque, like that kind of creepy, but with a slightly distorted face. And it was supposed to be something where, like, uh, if you texted a certain number or whatever, Momo would start texting you or messaging you on different platforms and saying creepy things. It was very strange. Um, one of many things that I discovered while searching the internet for something completely different.
1: <laughs> uh, interesting. So yeah, uh, in uh, the early to early two thousands, sorry, late two thousands to early twenty tens, the website creepypasta com was created. Uh, I think in about two thousand and eight, yeah, uh, which is essentially just a big. Suppository of uh, all of these uh, uh, stories that have been circulating the internet. Some are obviously uploaded by new people, uh, obviously, like with their usernames and stuff, like there because they want to use it as a, a way to get people to know their writing. And uh, mm-hmm. then there's the older ones, which obviously don't have a confirmed author, uh, like there's the Russian sleep experiment which essentially kept people awake for over eight days, like with this gas, which essentially made them start to eat. And, oh, okay, you've just sent me that picture. Yes, I have seen that picture. <laughs> it's terrifying, but yes. Yeah, uh, Momo is creepy. Absolutely.
0: Uh, it was It was supposed to be some sort of internet challenge, but it was just someone... Mm.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, Creepastas uh, just evolved into be more of a people kind of get that it's not real now but the, the whole mm-hmm. point is like especially on the sort of subreddits like if you ever venture to reddit like on no sleep creeper pasta and those kind of places <laughs> that one of the rules is that you can't say that this isn't real like you have to go along like in the comments with believing that it's a real thing if that makes sense
0: I Yeah, that would make sense, because the whole point of that is that you're there to enjoy the the crazy, yeah. creepy stories.
1: So, like, the the multiple part stories and stuff like that link into each other, you're essentially just following along. Uh, and some are really written well, uh, some obviously not so much, and then some bigger ones get traction. Like, uh, one of my personal favourites is a story called Psychosis, which, obviously, uh, I don't okay. know what psychosis means specifically, but I, I, said, I think it means that you believe that like, you're being watched or that everything around you is changing and you're the only one who's noticing it
0: let's google yeah. psychosis <laughs> um, psychosis distorts a person's perceptions and thoughts through hallucinations and delusions
1: so yeah basically in this story this person believes that everyone around them was being controlled by aliens Hmm. uh, and so essentially just recluse themselves into their room making notes and that kind of thing and uh, like the only interaction they had with people is after they had already put information out there like their name and then someone used their name and -hmm. that kind of thing so it was a really interesting story and the the twist at the end of the story is he's absolutely right (laughs) Uh, obviously he never finds that out but the twist at the end of like this five-part story is that yeah he's totally right and that everyone's being controlled by aliens in the back of their skulls it makes
0: me think of some of those like black mirror episodes and stuff
1: oh yeah Uh, i've never seen black mirror i should watch it to be Uh, fair
0: you would probably enjoy it well okay you would enjoy it provided you're okay with the endings being somewhat depressing and twisted um, I don't personally love those kind of shows. My husband, Mike, does. He likes <laughs> to watch them. He he liked Twilight Zone and um, all those kinds of things. So like Black Mirror and a couple of other shows he really likes. There's some very, very twisted storylines in there. I won't describe any of them because I don't want to give spoilers for anyone listening who may decide they want to go watch it. But it's a lot of Twilight Zone-esque stories where you get an ending to the story, but it's not always a happy one, and sometimes it's kind of happy, but with like a really weird twist.
1: Dark undertones? Yeah, I getcha.
0: Yeah. So if you like that kind of show, you should check out Black Mirror. I think it's on Netflix.
1: Okay, that's really interesting. I might look up to that. Okay. Uh, I think we're at a good point to go into our break, and then we'll come back and talk about a couple more well-known stories and things, and then we'll we'll call it an episode.
0: Yay! Sounds good. Hi everyone, and welcome to the mid-roll. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, this week uh, we're, of course, going to be talking about our amazing sponsors. I'm going to start off by talking about World Anvil. I I can't talk about them enough. They're a fantastic, fantastic website. It's worldanvil.com they are the most robust world building and campaign management software available out there they even won an any award for it so you know they're legitimately amazing and not to mention the fact that the people themselves are also amazing janet and demetrius are so nice just the sweetest people so definitely should go check out worldanvil.com and it's great for storytellers or for campaign management if you're a dm you know, any of those things, it's great for world building. You should take a look.
1: Absolutely. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about the people that we love diehard dice. Because yes. who doesn't love the metal, clicky clacky math rocks? Mm hmm. Uh,
0: well, especially when they've got some like fun, spooky themed ones. Oh, they do? I well, do. Yeah, the like brimstone. Oh, You I didn't... haven't seen any of the new uh, colors?
1: I've not seen the brimstone ones. Uh, what are the brimstone ones?
0: It's red and orange and then like the black looking metal.
1: Oh, no.
0: I'm, oh, they're so pretty. Um, we're actually giving those away. <laughs> oh, are we? During the Nine Hells event. Oh. So you that's... have this week, when our episode comes out today, you'll have this week and then one more week of one-shot episodes where you could come in and win a set of those brimstone Dice that are so pretty.
1: Okay, so back on to Die Dice, which is about d d because they've got beautiful uh, Yes, DS, and not only do they have beautiful dice, they've got beautiful dice in all colours and, and like Heather mm-hmm. says in multiple colours too with their Spellbinder series and apparently they've got brimstone ones that I need to go look up because I didn't know about these ones uh, they've also <laughs> got amazing accessories like the scroll of Rolling which is just a portable uh, roller which you can use apart from that uh, they've got beautiful dice. they've got uh, mainly metal uh, well no all their dice are beautiful, but they design their metal dice, uh, which makes yeah. them even more beautiful. And then they also oh, Heather's just oh god, it's like gunmetal, it's like mm-hmm. gunmetal black. Oh no, Heather, what have you done to me? <laughs> oh, I've got to get those. <laughs> They're so pretty.
0: But you can use a coupon code.
1: Yes, yes we can. You can you can use the coupon code Geekthyself to get fifteen percent off your first or next order.
0: Mm-hmm. they're
1: great people they have great products they've got great prices everything about them is great go check them out dieharddice.com
0: yes all right and we mentioned it already but don't forget to check out um, twitch.tv backslash we are to check out any of those episodes of the nine hells of a good time event that we're hosting right now and perhaps win a set of those beautiful Spellbinder dice.
1: Yes. Come on. Uh, come enjoy the fun. It's always fun when we play, when we play D&D. Because it's not just us playing. <laughs> we've got people from the community playing, don't we, as well?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. A lot um, of different people.
1: Which is always fun. It's always fun to interact with new people and stuff like that. So, yeah. Come and join us. And with that all said, we'll get back into the spoops with Group Blasters. Yeah okay so now we're back from the mid-roll we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the fun monsters we've already talked a little bit about Slenderman, the Man but just gonna talk a little bit more about him Uh, he first came about in 2009 on a post on the website something awful Uh, something awful which is a comedy website housing essentially multiple bits of content uh, like how everything spread like with capacitors being anonymous it was just pasted onto mm-hmm. one of these and essentially just came about through that way uh obviously like before in 2014 when people got way too into worshipping uh slenderman but we're going to talk about it a little bit beforehand uh yeah it was part of a photoshop contest uh, contest where users were challenged to create paranormal images um like we've already said um and the image that they created was slender men watching children play in a park and it was mm. terrifying i remember seeing that image when i it was about back when i don't think i was on the internet in 2009 much because i was um 13 oh i was 13 at that point Oh boy! <laughs> uh, so yeah, I hadn't really strided onto the internet. I didn't have my own laptop at the time, but when I actually like started to get onto the internet more, I did see it, and it was creepy. Uh, I hadn't been listening to Creepaster for nearly that long, but, but yeah, uh, uh, the writings of H.P. Lovecraft essentially encouraged or inspired the stories that came along after the image post, because obviously the original mm-hmm. post was just an image and then the stories about the characters started to come up then there was a game made about them, there's actually been multiple games made about them, like the Slenderman the eight pages where you're walking through a forest and you've tried to collect the pages without being caught by Slenderman and then there are other games and stuff, and there's even yeah. movies now, there's even a feature movie about Slenderman, uh, I'm not sure if it's already out but I know that I it don't know, I hadn't heard about that Uh, I know there is a movie, Slenderman movie, yes it's right there, Uh, yes it's already out, it came out in 2018, Uh, had a budget of 28 million and made 51 million at the the box office so it was a a success but essentially just a small indie film, Uh, yeah it's already out, Uh, I don't know where you could watch it but it is already out Oh actually the Slenderman looks mm-hmm. really cool from this. Like uh he's kind of like uh like the face is kind of cracked a little. Like like oh, the that's
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh so yeah. Oh Heather's just showing me more dice. I w Oh god, they're they're just as pretty. I don't know which ones I'm gonna get now. Why are you doing this to me, Heather? Sorry. <laughs> no no it's fine. <laughs> uh, I I'm saying I don't want them, but what I'm basically saying is yes, show me more dice. So yeah. Uh, so yep there's Slenderman the 8 pages and Slenderman the Arrival that was the other game Uh, so yep essentially Slenderman has become one of the biggest sort of creations from the creepypasta movement which is amazing considering it all started from just one picture but that's what the internet can do with things Uh, like I said I've already talked about psychosis, Jeff the Killer is also a big one, Uh, essentially uh uh, he's just a uh, a teenager named Jeff who, essentially, was attacked by a group of bullies. Jeff defends himself and his brother, and essentially beats up the people that were trying to to bully, uh, attack them. But does more damage back, and essentially, he finds out that he likes doing that to people. Very, um, ah. yeah, very. Oh, uh, so, uh, psychopathic. Uh, is essentially, okay. yeah. So essentially it's stories that follow him down that path until he eventually ends up killing and then just lives in the forest and keeps doing it. Uh, it's not my personal favorite but I understand that it's one of the bigger ones that have come about. There's also ones called Pen Pal which uh, essentially is somebody following around a kid for all their life. Uh, since uh, basically in one of the first ones they released balloons like with pictures of themselves and where they're from and it also like includes a a letter like from their school like encouraging people to get in contact like saying where the balloon got to oh
0: so like sending out random balloons and being like hey be my pen pal
1: yeah uh, well this kid never got theirs back fact is, is they did but there was no mailing address on the envelope and there were just pictures of the kid inside the envelope which is why they never got their envelope back, um, and so eventually, like those pictures end up to end up to the house. Again, there's no there's no mailing address like uh, on the like it's just a blank envelope which their parents find, and that kind of That's thing. Uh, so yeah, it's essentially that kind of build up the story. I'm not going to spoil it because it gets really good. And then there's like another one that's fairly recent but has been made into two books because there's so much content for them. It's Tales at the Gas Station. Essentially the story behind this one is there's a gas station in the US that sits on like the border between this world and the paranormal world. So okay. a lot of things just happen at this place and it's about this one cashier who has happened who has had it happen so much that it just doesn't faze them anymore. So it's like a comedic hmm. uh, edge on the creepy, which essentially scares a lot of the customers away. But they just, they're telling the ghost to go away. Uh, yeah, so basically he's just telling the ghost to, to get lost and that kind of thing. Um, uh, it's, it's actually a really interesting story. I've not heard them all because, like I said, there's two books worth of content. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of my sort of people that I followed put like, an omnibus of the whole thing out because they were a great they they were contacted to like the audiobook version and just the first book was over six hours so like that's how much oh, content wow. that that they made for this for uh there's like uh tether carver we uh, KV, we already talked about pen pal uh there's then there's the lost episode tropes which essentially like details lost episodes of shows and stuff like Candle Cove is the biggest one of that, which is essentially just a whole show that uh, like was essentially like forced into time slots that it shouldn't be at, and it was just very creepy, very sadist, and essentially, basically, what it looked like is if a parent was watching their kid watch the program, they were just watching static, but mm. they could just see everything. Uh, so yeah, very very weird. Uh, so yeah. Uh, there's then like Dead Bart, which is an episode of Simpsons where, like, essentially the all these sort of episodes, like for SpongeBob SquarePants, The Simpsons, all these sort of famous cartoons and stuff, they essentially have very dark, twisted endings. Um, and then these episodes obviously don't get put out because they they they're, they're not family friendly. They're not good for kids, and mm-hmm. they essentially just make uh, shows like for them uh and that's basically how that works uh I've listened to quite a few of them uh if I had to like give a personal like favorite like category for them, I'm really a fan of like the ritual pastors, which is kind of like uh just keep pastors which involve rituals and stuff and that kind of thing
0: so like the ones where you you have to do x y and z or mm. you'll be cursed kind of ones
1: well, not just like those sort of ones like There's like one, uh, there's one called the devil game, which essentially lists instructions on how to communicate with Satan himself,
0: Mm.
1: which is always fun. But essentially like half the pasta is just how to keep yourself safe while you're doing it. And all the things that you're not allowed to do, like you can't like essentially they appear in a mirror when you do it. You can't look away from the mirror once because if you do, they're out, Mm -hmm. uh, you can't go over an hour and six minutes and six seconds or six 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 like for the meeting or they then swap you with the body like so your souls in the mirror they take your body Mm -hmm. which will then die a few hours later but just think what satan could do for with a few hours for a body
0: right yeah
1: so, essentially, like, it becomes like okay. a game. Uh, and, oh, the twist at the end of that one. Actually, I'm not going to reveal the twist at the end of that one, because that so was... So it's
0: kind of, kind of like a Bloody Mary situation, Absolutely, exactly. Yeah,
1: but, like, there's a lot more steps. Like, it has to be in a church and that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it, and it has to be at midnight, so you have to basically break into a church uh, to do it. Uh, there's like loads of other ones. If
0: anyone actually did this? Oh yeah,
1: like absolutely. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's that they're, they're meant to be, like, like you could feasibly believe that someone would try it, and you mm-hmm. feasibly could believe that someone did it, and then this happened. Right. Like that's the whole point. Is they're not meant to. Like, be super specific. Yeah, they're not
0: meant to be super, super believable. Yeah. Like, not perfectly believable yeah. and not super specific, because then it could be happening anywhere. Yeah,
1: and then there's, like, lots of ones where, like, people end up talking to angels or demons or the devil and that kind of thing. There's so many stories. Like, I could go over them for forever. Uh, because there's literally so many. Obviously, you're not super familiar, but, like, after talking about these, is, is there any that you're familiar with? Like... As a sort of wrap-up, because obviously I've done a lot of talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I've definitely heard of some of these, and obviously I had heard of Momo, which was a new one for you until you saw the yes. picture. Um, I don't know that there's specifically one I'm aware of that you haven't already mentioned. Um, those are some of the more famous ones, I think, that, uh, that people are more familiar with. I mean, generally speaking, a lot of it is the... You know, like you said, the this place, this such and such happened at such and such hotel, or such and such happened, and this, you know, oh God, a ghost showed up, and and it, it's a lot like ghost stories or creepy stories or the stories of like, you know, you're babysitting and you hear noises, and you know the kids asleep, and you go and check on the kid, and you end up barricading yourself in the kid's room with them because you're worried, and you can't like the phone's lines dead or your phone is dead if you're using a cell phone and. And then the next morning you wake up and there's something changed in the house. But not nothing happened to you. It's just someone did something in the house.
1: Yeah, Or uh, one of my, uh, I'm actually going to, I think a good way of ending this is just discussing a couple of ones. Just to, you know, leave you with a taste of what you could be getting yourself into if you look these up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one called Humans Can Lick To.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah
1: yeah yeah okay Uh, essentially this uh this college door this college-age girl comes back to their dorm uh, Mm -hmm. hears a lot of noises in the house and to keep themselves less stressed they put their hand under their bed and let their dog lick their hand and they do until they wake up the next morning and their dog has been killed And then there's a note by the dog that says humans can lick too.
0: Ew! Oh, that's awful. Oh yeah. -hmm.
1: Uh huh. (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) That's awful in so many different ways. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, it is. Uh, There's another one, but that's like a very small. That's that's kind of the idea. Very small story, very quick uh, payoff, and just creepy enough that you could believe it happened. Mm -hmm. and one of my other personal favourites really small ones is essentially just uh, a traveller who's going through a forest comes up on a small cabin, really small room like Mm -hmm. a single room cabin, it's unlocked there's a bed, they're like oh okay Uh, I'll just use it to get some rest First off, right. why would you go into someone else's house for Oh yeah. Yeah. So they close the door. They they get themselves comfortable, and like they yeah the bed's really comfortable. But it's a bit weird because like all the walls are covered in paintings, and all the paintings sort of feel like they're looking at him. And mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's, it's it's a bit weird. So he goes to sleep. Like he eventually gets to sleep, and then he wakes up, and then he realizes, there are windows. All of, th- yeah. Okay. All of the paintings were windows. Which are now empty. Which means he had just people staring at him while he slept.
0: That's creepy. That's really
1: creepy, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the yeah. idea of creature passes. Um, those are a couple of the older I ones. I think
0: the dog one bothers me more. Yeah, because the dog dies. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, I have a feeling that that could be why, because uh, you're very animal lover. Uh, which mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, that one creeps me out more just because of how un- unsettling it would be, and like obviously yeah, like his body bunch of people yeah. staring at you. obviously his body recognised that it wasn't just paintings but he mm-hmm. just didn't realize until after he'd woken up and then everyone was gone. And that's the terrifying bit. It's like, what, what, did they do anything? Like, are they just still watching well, the place? Yeah. And that's where the story ends. So yeah. like, it,
0: well, and not only that, but like, how did, how did you not see all of those people outside when you went into the house?
1: Mm, yeah. It's kind of terrifying, but so yeah, that's what creep festers are. Uh, we hope, that you enjoyed us talking about them. I personally love them. There's a load of great narrators on, on on the internet if you like like me and you can't really read them. Don't do what I do and listen to them to fall asleep because that is sometimes a really <laughs> bad idea. Cause sometimes like uh, yeah. a lot of them like don't affect me as much as they used to, but sometimes I'll get one that really gets to me and then I can't sleep. So <laughs> Sometimes it's it's not it's it's just not worth it. Just don't do it. <laughs> Listen to yeah. them in the daytime when it's safe.
0: Yes, or they might be good for like a Halloween party oh, or something.
1: Oh, that's so good for that. That's so good for that.
0: Mhm.
1: All right. So yeah, if you have any favorite pastors that we didn't mention and you want to talk to me about them, feel free. You can find us in the <laughs> in the Discord or on Twitter at geek underscore mm-hmm. self I'd happily talk crew faster with you all day, and we can exchange uh, (laughs) recommendations. I've given a few of mine right now, but there are still plenty others that I I enjoy and go back to listen to again because they're so good. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this. Head there. I hope you're not too terrified to sleep later. Um,
0: (laughs) I think I'll be okay. I've
1: got work after this, so I'm going to be fine.
0: Yeah, uh, no, and I'm definitely not going straight to bed. It's only, like, noon. Okay, well, yeah, you'll be
1: fine. You'll be fine. I'll be
0: fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I dealt with Soxie's ending story. Oh. And deal with the creepypasta.
1: Oh. You can't just do that. <laughs> oh.
0: Sorry, but it's true. I
1: mean, it is true, but
0: Ow. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, on that very sad? No, we'll, we'll see you next week, guys, with the, with the final episode of Halloween week. Uh, no. Halloween week, Halloween month. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the NerdSmith Network. If you have any questions for either of us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at geek underscore thyself.
0: You can also email us at geekthyself at nerdsmith.org and please don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review or also go anywhere you listen to your podcasts
1: we'll be back next week with another informative and fun episode
0: and until then don't forget to geek thyself